0: I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Standing up and speaking
1: out, here's Hal Sparks. Well, it's we're only 38 days in or 39 days in or, or not in at all, depending on if you're listening to the QAnon folks. Uh, Into <coughs> a Biden administration. And already the, the Democrats are back to their old... Tricks. They're passing bills in the dark of night. They're they're failing to fight for people by getting two thousand dollars worth of stimulus relief, but in two checks instead of one. Um, and and now, according to Mark Meadows, the uh, the Republicans uh, are you know they it's not that they spent all day taking a procedural vote that should take about an hour to two hours and turning it into 10 hours. It's not that. It's not that. It's that the Democrats were so embarrassed by their bill that they wanted to wait till two o'clock in the morning to pass it. Here you go. By what? the way, remember, remember that phrase, could really only cause damage. Mm. Yes, I am. Can you hear me, Chicago. Okay, that was weird. Um, uh, uh,
2: Where's that other ninety-one percent going?
1: I I see. I, I think I might be that I was playing a piece of audio Chicago, and I may not be feeding it back to you guys. So that might have been the the thing. Yes. So I am here, indeed. Let me let me roll that back, and we will play this little chunk for them again. This is Mark Meadows um, speaking on the Democrats. Uh, You know, not only their bill, but the strategy itself, why they're passing in the dead night.
0: What the Democrats are attempting to pass now could only really cause damage. Because think about what it is. One point nine trillion, the largest kind of single bill we have done. But what you're finding is only nine percent of this is going to covid. Mm. You've got Nancy Pelosi's. She just.
1: By the way, this is a uh, an economic rescue plan. Because of the damage done by COVID. And it was always presented as such. Yeah. This is not a mystery. There, there was not 81% um, uh, or I guess 91% of the stimulus bill, the rescue plan, was not sprung on them at the last minute.
0: She just put like $112 million in for a, a train tunnel in Silicon Valley. And last night in rules, she added more. It's up to 140000000 million. You've got money in there for schools that you can't get, 95% of it, in this fiscal year. Two
1: thir- why, why can't you? Oh, because uh, Republican states are putting barriers. If
0: it doesn't happen until 2023. Hmm. Um, too much waste. Too much payoffs.
1: Too much waste. Too much payoffs. Too many payoffs, I think, is the proper English version of that. But uh, yeah, all yeah, all languages. Let's not pick those notes. Yeah, right. We'll, we'll be a, a dude. I, the number of just watching Josh Hawley's CPAC speech, uh. which was all of 14 minutes long, um, it was it was like he was trying to set a record for mispronouncing the, the most normal words uh, per sentence. Like he, he could go, he could only go two sentences without mispronouncing words like on and the it was very odd (laughs) but but he did tell us to he did tell republicans that they need to stand and take a stand and be standy standing and as long as they're standing they can stand up and be counted and that standing up is what's really important that they're the ones that are going to stand and they're not going to stand for it anymore while standing for it um (laughs) it was it was a very yeah so Here's here's what's actually. Can we do the actually? And by the way, welcome to everyone in the chat room and everybody on the radio that's joining us in the middle of this. Uh, I'm Hal Sparks. This is Johnny Million listening to Hal Sparks Radio Program Mega Worldwide. Hi. We actually, hello. We actually have uh, what's in the bill. Now, I I Ooh. know that. Josh you mean it's Holley not others, just a secret? Yeah. Well, they passed it in the middle of the night, but apparently they weren't smart enough to realize that newspapers would print it. Oh. That's um, weird. Yeah, as, you know, well, the executive summary, obviously, um, because I, I think it's probably if it's that big, one would hope it's a very thick bill. You know what I mean? You don't want to sign a one point nine trillion dollar six page bill. You know what I mean? <laughs> because yeah. it, any any he lawyer wanted to at least be a little heavy. Yeah, ask ask mortgage agents. What a promise to pay piece of paper is like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, sure. How much is it? It's this much. Yeah, I'll I'll pay that. The the buts and the ifs and the maybes all come in later when I decide not to. That's that's, you know, why we don't fear complexity in and especially these kind of bills. You want to be very specific about where as much of it is going, instead of allowing, say, someone like Steven Mnuchin to have the reins of five hundred billion dollars in a little slush fund that still, according to Mark Meadows and everyone, has, quote unquote, gone unspent. Dan Crenshaw was on Twitter this morning railing about five hundred billion dollars from the last stimulus that has, quote, gone unspent. Well, it's gone. And it was unspent. It's it, it is nowhere to be found it has not mm. been doled out because Steve Mnuchin and his buddies were messing around with it and it is either not returned because there is no uh you know fiscal reason for them to do it either they they managed to work the numbers so that their grant turned into a loan turned into a grant turned into keep the money and forget about it and uh, you know we're looking at 400 to 500 billion dollars from last year that they were uh, basically going, you know, you can't track it and we're not going to allow you to l- look. So re- remind yourself – remember that when they start complaining about how thick the bill is and how, how many – nobody's read it because you – know,
2: I forgot how referendum. exhausting this part of having control of the White House and the, any yes. part of the Congress is.
1: Is the Republicans going, no one's ever even read this because they refuse to? No one's ever read this bill that I am going to tell you what's in it even though I haven't read it either and – I'm not going to vote for it anyways, even if I like what's in it. Like, I I don't know how you take a person like that seriously. So here's what's in it. House bill provides for $1,400 stimulus checks on top of the 600 payments made the stimulus bill passed in December. The Committee for Responsible Federal Budget puts the price tag of this next wave of checks at $422 billion. That's that's nearly a quarter of the entire bill is stimulus checks. The vast majority of Americans who received an earlier stimulus payments will get one again, but the most affluent flam- families would be left out. Republicans and more moderate Democrats argue that this next round of payments should go only to the hardest-hit households. So they tightened the how, how much money you can have to receive a stimulus check, which seems very logical. I don't know why we would just go blanket household when— when a lot of, when certain households are doing very well and you're basically going, hey, have a flat screen on us, you know, um, it's time. Yeah. You know, you do need a new washer dryer. You don't need a new washer dryer, but go get one. That kind of thing. Just to grease the economy. That idea. That's the Republican idea of why they do tax cuts, not a rescue plan for the people who are hardest hit. Um the let's see. Uh, under the plan released by House Democrats earlier this month, uh, individuals earning less than seventy five thousand would re- would receive fourteen hundred, and couple, married couples earning less than one hundred fifty thousand would receive twenty eight hundred. Each of them would get that as long as the household. If a couple makes less than one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, that's a lot of people, and a lot of people. Indi- that's a lot of people. Yeah, right. Exactly. Hi. Um, Uh, would receive $2,800. Each of them would get their $1,400 stimulus individually. Um, uh, uh, I guess even though they're married. uh, But if you're living together, uh, you just get your individual one and nobody cares. I think it's because people living together would get them, even if they've been together for a decade, uh, guilty as charged, um, or um, the people who are married you know wouldn't would only get one, which seems odd, considering that they have just as many bills and just as you know many issues so um, and especially if they 've got a family and there there's another child tax oh, you think you've got issues, <laughs> oh boy, do I um one more, and then we got to take a break, and then we'll come back and we'll go through this. Because people should know, because the Republicans are floating this idea that this has only 9%, only 9% is going to COVID relief. Well, they do recognize that uh, 91% of the damage done by COVID is economic. I mean, the taking of 500,000 lives over the course of the year in a country with 320 million people, Is is not, you know, is is extraordinary. But the ongoing damage and the ones that they always complain about suicides, people's businesses being destroyed, families breaking up, domestic violence, all these things because of the economic crush that was caused by covid because you had a choice. Go to work or die. You know, uh, you know, uh, like go to work and die or stay home and hope you don't. These were your options last year. And so making that up is, is incredibly important. So we'll be back right after this. It's the Hellspark Radio Program Mega Worldwide on WCPD Radio Chicago's Progressive Talk.
3: Now let's get back with Hellspark's radio program Mega Worldwide.
1: Um, so let's, let's remember be that David Lee Roth
2: bit. <laughs> Which where one? They, where they brought him out and he asked for water. And they bring him out a cup of water, and he takes a big sip and spits it out and goes, "This is really water." <laughs>
1: <laughs> D- Johnny thinks that uh, my for whatever reason that my uh, that my iced tea is an iced tea because he's known me this well for so long. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, right um, I, and I do uh, maybe it's because we actually have a stimulus uh, bill, and it's actually going through that I do probably sound more relaxed than normal. <laughs> <laughs> there is something to that. Um, the and and by the way, chat. Uh, please chime in on any parts of these that you are um, you you are I guess excited about or upset about uh, in this. I, I you know sure. The, so we talked about before the break the fourteen hundred dollars stimulus checks. Um, people, there is a, a lot of to and fro on social media. That it ain't two thousand. That it was a. That what they were promised was two thousand. was two thousand dollars. They got six hundred. Now they're getting fourteen hundred. That's not two thousand. That's the argument right now. The promise, for the record, was never twenty six hundred dollars worth of stimulus in the first three months of the year. I mean, there's a lot else to love in this, but never was there a like. It'll be twenty six hundred. It was it's two thousand. It is two thousand, and it it adds up to two thousand. Can we please move on? All right, it's four hundred eighty-eight billion dollars. It's as part of this whole thing. Um, expanded unemployment insurance and child tax credits. The $900 billion sta- stimulus package passed in December provided the, an ex- uh, the unemployed an extra $300 per week in unemployment benefits. But that program expires in mid-March, raising concerns about a looming cliff facing its recipients. 19 million Americans were on some uh, form of unemployment insurance for the week ending February 6th. The House legislation increases the weekly benefit from 300 to 400 per week through August 29th. Um, that's one month shorter than Biden's original proposal. He wanted September, but that's kind of a win. Plus, they're speeding yeah. up vaccinations, so hopefully it will become less necessary. And as vac- we have a plan for vaccination and more people can go back to work safely, You have more of that money left over for people who are long term unemployed that, you know, because of covid, because their job was either destroyed or they had to create one another one from scratch. You know, if they had to restart a business or what have you, Um, the the house law also expands the child tax credit to three thousand per child and thirty six hundred dollars for children under six. The bill also expands the child and dependent tax credit so families can claim up to half of their child care expenses on their taxes. Um, this is, in a lot of ways, so people can get back into the grind quicker once their job goes back to normal. They're going to need to take every—thank you, Aggie, my lord, I, um, for, for the super chat. Um, the House law, in, in expanding that tax credit, there's there is a material reason why— you want to make sure people can get can afford child care regularly anyways in life, but also as you're recovering from an economic crash like this one and, and as people are finding new jobs and as their new jobs, you know, th- until they get up and running they may enter the ground floor. Let's say you lost your job where you'd had a couple of raises and the only job available now is a ground floor job and it was those couple of raises that gave you the ability to afford, tax ca- uh, you know, uh, like, uh, afford child care. Without that tax credit, you're, it, it's just siphoning money out and setting you back. So this is just a way to give you credit for that, that in the next year in your taxes, you can write it off so that it, it's not coming in. This is money that is wiped from the future budget not money that is literally paid out directly. so anyways, on, on that particular one, the expansion of the ta- uh, child dependent tax credit um, the the House bill has the minimum wage in it. That will get stripped because of the uh, because of the, um, the ruling by the parliamentarian. look for the record. I don't. You can get upset about things, and you can be excited about things. The Republicans can feel excited that it isn't in there. The Democrats can be upset that it uh, it should be in there, you know, and it isn't. It was never going to be in there if it was going to pass by reconciliation. It doesn't qualify under reconciliation by any stretch of the imagination. The arguments they tried to make were valiant, but ridiculous. It's not directly budgeted. If you did, if the if what they had put in is that we are raising the uh, the wa- the minimum wage of a federal employee, which is already higher than this anyways, but work with me to fifteen dollars from seven dollars, they would have the right to do that with reconciliation because it's part of the direct budget. The, the we do not the the government doesn't pay people's salaries, and 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 at no point do we want that to be happening. <laughs> So you know what I mean? It's then we get into company store territory where you work for Walmart, so you can buy everything at Walmart. Um, so that that was never going to be in there. Like like I said, I tweeted about it. I was like, I wish it could be in. That would be right. great, but it's not. It's not going to. If it's a reconciliation package, it has to do with things that are that the the government has direct hand in budgets now. The only way they could do it would be, you know, in terms of getting it past the reconciliation, is they if they literally gave grants and tax credits to every company in the country to get their employees to fifteen dollars, which would be insane because that means the government would be paying half the wages of all minimum wage workers. Where does that money come from? It's like it's right. a it's a cycle that chokes itself. It, it there is no point where it that this works in reconciliation. I wish is there a way
2: to like do incentive to the individual states? To
1: yeah, and, that, and that's or what a that's what a lot of them that's what a lot of them are actually um, working on. I mean, there's a lot of states that have jumped up. There's uh, I think Costco just announced that it's going to raise its own minimum wage for its workers to sixteen dollars. Yeah, I um, that too. And and so this, And by the way, watch for, you know, some elements of corporate America who are looking at their bottom line and, and how many employees they have and how they actually are much closer to that probably than everyone else. They're not at 725, whereas McDonald's and Taco Bell might be. Costco's baseline employment might be closer to 10 or 12. So boosting this up um, makes them look like a great company drives business their way. Would it, you know. It would well pay for itself, that two dollar, four dollar up in the in the minimal number, for the for the bump in sales it will do compared to Walmart. There now think of all the people who go to Costco anyways, they're not gonna stop just because the company said, We'll do it ourselves, because the right will go, see that's how you do it. Companies do it themselves. Right, mm. they'll react that way, and and liberals in the left will go. Look, there's a company that's trying. They're not going to let their people live off Medicare like Walmart. I'm going to that place. So you vote with your dollar. It actually um, benefits them. So what they've, I guarantee you, Costco has crunched the numbers, and it works out in their favor. The extra business will absolutely swamp the change in whatever their employ, you know, their employee current. Minimum wage is. It's a good thing. Uh, it doesn't fix the Walmart problem, which is really what we're chasing in a lot of these states. More than almost any other thing, literally, like long-term fast food workers, it becomes an issue. But once you you know get a better shift job, it starts to work your way up. But it's the starter workers that people get like straddled at and stay there. That becomes a problem. And there's so many of them in this country and so many people rely on those jobs because of the area they're in. There just simply isn't anything else that they've been able to squash those wages for decades because you've got a you've got a gun to your financial head in that regard. So um, Costco and these big box stores are more rare than than the nine fast food companies all owned by the same corporation. That's that's where it is. So, yeah. So, um, uh, th- I mean, it's th- honest to God. Um, there, there is no reason to argue. I mean, again, this is a, this is a, this is a, getting it into the Senate bill what, is arguing the impossible. Republicans are not going to vote for it. You want fifteen dollars minimum wage to pass normally in this circumstance? There are there are ten too many Republicans in the Senate. You can't lose a single dem and you got to add 10. If you want, you know, if, if you want other stuff beyond budgetary things to pass it's the It's so crazy the way
2: they will twist the logic around to say this will not benefit you. So I didn't vote for it. Like their constituents are down with this because they, God, because I, I don't know.
1: Well, well it's, you know, they play Santa Claus when they're in there. I mean, look at look at Trump's two point five trillion dollar military budget. You know, that and and all of and then now he and now Don Jr. was at, at CPAC yesterday decrying the military industrial complex. What do you what? What are you talking what? about? Right. Who, who is decrying this?
2: Don Jr. OK, he really yeah. doesn't understand things.
1: Yes. Right. And well, I mean, he bombed yesterday. It was funny. I mean, it was it was pr- fairly terrible. Like he was basically. He thought he was going to be wacky or something. It was very bad. It was. I mean, they were all. They're. They're, they're all. They're a, basically. It was like an open mic for, you know, their auditions for the conservative version of real time in their heads. So he and Ted Cruz and others were trying to be funny. It was. It I was not Ted depressing. Cruz
2: trying to be funny with his Cancun joke.
1: Oh. Yeah, which is which is hilarious when you know the news is full of stories of you know a, a, a four year old freezing to death. Um. OK, pandemic response directly about 50 billion will go to coronavirus testing and contact tracing. Another 19 billion. This is the part, by the way, that they're saying is nine percent of the whole thing. Another 19 billion will go to increase the size of the public health health workforce. That's hiring workers. That's by the way, that's in response to the pandemic and dealing with it. But the ancillary positive effects of adding more nurses And medical practitioners and letting people, you know, giving grants for people who want to become a nurse um, or a doctor, allowing them to go to school on a grant like that adds to the workforce, which, by the way, once you expand the workforce, uh, you know, in the marketplace, um, eventually, in theory anyways, the cost of medical care goes down because there are more people practicing it. You know, the AMA keeps the doctor's salaries artificially high by limiting the number of people who can be doctors every year, not because of qualification, but because, you know, you got to you got to keep the bottleneck so that it's hard to find a doctor. It's not hard to train up a doctor. And there are a lot of qualified people who would love to be doctors, but the medical schools often do that. Look to your left. Look to your right. If you're if if uh, if you're there one of them won't be, or vice versa, whatever it is. If they're there at the end of this, you won't be, because only one out of three of you will graduate, that idea? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Um, I don't remember. It was a line from Flatliners. Anyway, so, but, the, the, but apparently they say it in a lot of medical <laughs> but the <laughs> But the idea is that, you know, they they intentionally keep the number of doctors out there low. Not because we have to make sure everybody's competent, but because that's how you, you know, if it's hard to see a doctor, it gets more expensive because you have to see a doctor. And if you can't see one, you might die or lose your foot or go blind or what have you. And so, we you know, we keep those... I'm going to pay extra, right, to, to get an appointment. Okay, we got to take a break. We'll be back with more of what's in the uh, American Rescue Plan. The other, uh, eight, uh, you know, 91% is, is kind of crucial to the argument. be nice to be able to know what they are so you can repeat Whatever. them back to Republicans who are like, It's not even, there's not even, there's no even, there's no even. We'll be back.
0: Okay, so, if something is interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, consider our sponsor, BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P. BetterHelp seeks to provide professional help with ease. It's not a crisis line. This is professional counseling done securely online. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with a licensed professional therapist. Start communicating in under 48 hours, connecting in a safe, private, online environment. Send a message to your counselor and receive a timely response. Schedule weekly video or phone sessions, whatever works for you. Anything you share is confidential. Confidential, and if you want to try a new therapist, it's simple and free to switch. BetterHelp says they're more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. Start living a happier life today. You'll get ten percent off your first month by visiting our sponsor at BetterHelp.com/slash/sexyliberal. Join over one million people who've taken charge of their mental health. Go to BetterHelp—that's H-E-L-P.com/slash/sexyliberal—and receive ten percent off your first month. betterhelpcom slash
1: liberal.
4: Now let's get back to Hal Sparks Radio Program Mega Worldwide.
1: Welcome back. So we're actually going through what's in the M- American Rescue Plan um, because uh, there are a lot of Republicans out there on social media and like pretending they don't know what's in it, and they're going to come up to you and they're going to go, "You don't even know what's in it. This is like, uh, not even." And um, we're going to tell you. So. Um, uh, so far we've covered the uh, child tax credits and the and the direct stimulus payments and the and the money that's in there for uh, expanding vaccination and expanding testing um, the let's see the um, Economic policy policymakers, including Jerome Powell, have said that vaccinations are the single most important tool for the economy. Biden on Thursday marked the 50 millionth coronavirus vaccine administered in the United States. The halfway mark to the administration's goal of 100 million vaccines in the first 100 days. They're not even at the halfway point of those 100 millions. And the Johnson & Johnson um, yeah. vaccine, which can be stored at normal temperatures, has uh, it looks like it's going to be approved as early as Monday. So that's that's good news. OK, Made for state and local governments in transit. Now, this was the one that the Republicans were fighting the most. If there was a single reason that they wanted this bill to fail and that they didn't vote for it, it was this. Because this was rural America, who traditionally pays fewer taxes but receives more benefit from the federal government uh, versus the urban areas and big cities that pay more in federal taxes and receive less aid from the federal government. Um, this was a uh, apparently the, the rural states, this was their revenge for always winning in that occasion, <laughs> in, in that equation rather. Um, the House law sets aside $350 billion for state and local governments, territories and tribes. Um, this is because, you know, big cities especially and and, uh, and and states often can't run a deficit. They have to do bond initiatives and those kind of things which take an entire election cycle because <clears throat> it's largely, it's not emergency based when you're running a be- budgetary difference. If you're trying to fix your roads um, for any other reason than that they were destroyed by tornadoes, hurricanes, or a flood, then you have to budget it out over a long period of time because you can't run a, a deficit in, a, you know, in LA or New York or Chicago or these kind of things, you have to balance your budget. Well, this is an emergency. This, you know, the, basically, this is the federal government saying, "Look, COVID in its own way, because it wrecked the economies of these enormous cities, and and essentially undermined all first responder and uh, and essential city services. Because of that, it counts as an emergency, and it does so." Facing deep budget shortfalls, state and local governments have shed 1.3 million jobs. They've been they fired 1.3 million people since June of last year. Um, while the uh, tax revenue grew in some states uh, last year, the majority, at least 26 states, were hit with declines. That has divided some moderate Senate Democrats over how to best target aid to governments that need it. The most senior Democratic lawmakers have become concerned that states would use federal aid to cut local taxes. That's the problem with giving it to Republican-run cities. You know, basically, you know that. The thing was, let's give it to Democratic cities because they'll use it to patch holes in the road and and hire back city workers that had to be fired temporarily because nobody can go out. And and what they're afraid of is that you know it, since you can't you have to equally give it out to cities of certain sizes or certain budgetary constraints that a bunch of the red states will just use it for other stuff. They'll just cut local taxes and try to draw people away from other states. Move here. We we've got lower taxes. But yeah, because you. But the next time there's an emergency, I'm going to freeze to death like Texas. So, yeah, weigh that against it. About $90 billion would go towards various transportation and infrastructure causes, which is basically the rehiring and continuation of things that were frozen in place that will, by the way, in a lot of these places, decay if they are not continued. If you let a big transportation project sit for two years while everybody gets back and the tax dollars finally come back in, the 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 structure of it and and the plans could completely collapse so um, about forty seven billion would increase funding for the disaster relief fund which is managed by FEMA and covers uh, funeral expenses tied to covid another thing that uh Republicans are against, um, which is managed by FEMA. Um, let's see, trans, transit agencies would get about 28 billion in grants, and 11 billion would go to airports and aviation manufacturers. Uh, and I, I know what you're thinking: uh, How in the world has, has air travel been harmed? So. Over the course of this, uh, and about $2 billion goes to Amtrak and other transit-related spending because people in, a, in COVID were afraid to get on the train, and the train is self-funding in a lot of these places. So for a long time, it sits derelict. And then when it starts again, it could be unsafe. If you have to hire people who are less qualified, or because you lost workers to other things, or they just retired early because they weren't going to hold on to their job, and all the maintenance workers and the supervisors and, and the like and all the basic workforce, things get passed on. We can't. We can only fix three of the five problems. It, that's a real problem when you have a train going fifty miles an hour. So you might want to hire people back now. Start fixing those things. Make sure that the train tracks work. That you can get to the airport. Because, by the way, once this ends, the uh, air travel is going to be packed. Airports are going to be packed. Trains are going to be packed. Any accident involving any of these is going to be extraordinary compared to other years because of the volume of people that are going to be in it. Uh, and and everybody, nobody in the public is going to wait And and go, you know what, it's been a few months since they've actually had a lot of planes in the air. I'm going to hang out. No, everything has to be ready to go right away as soon as people start back traveling normally again. And it's going to take work. And spread that work out over a country this big, um, you understand where these dollar signs come from. So, okay. Another problem for Republicans: schools and childcare block grants. Not getting, you know, these are direct funding. Um, the bill sets aside almost 130 billion for K through 12 education. That money would go to improving ventilation systems, reducing class sizes, buying personal protective equipment, and implementing social distancing. According, so this is so that schools can go back and and over time. And this isn't just, uh, you know, to protect the teachers. This is the outlying. Uh, Like the families in the area, because you only need one break in this to spread it through a community. So creating dams to it everywhere you can is helpful, one would think. And this is also, you know, improving the ventilation systems in in schools throughout the country so that they're not blowing mold all over the kids the rest of the time. You know, a lot of this, this is one of those things that Mark Mark Meadows is saying, or, or Kevin McCarthy here, whichever one of those guys it was, um, is saying the money you know, for this doesn't even get implemented until the next fiscal year. Well, That's because it's going to take design time. You're going to have to pay people to figure out how to improve and which systems you get and how to install them, and it takes time to do that. So because it takes time, you don't wait longer on something that takes a long time, especially when it has to do with children's health. If we can improve the the quality of the facilities in the United States for children, insofar as schools. Uh, I mean these are I, I we shouldn't be surprised. These are the people who are against, you know, lead abatement in in schools in impoverished black areas for years. So It's maddening. Why Yeah. So okay, colleges and other higher institutions would get almost 40 billion dollars. Schools must dedicate at least half of the funding for emergency financial aid grants to prevent hunger, homelessness and other challenges for students during the pandemic according to the House Committee. Now, if they don't use that grant money, it just doesn't go out the door. So, you know, it's not this like Harvard is not going to be taking, you know, half of this stuff and and pretending to dole it out to homeless rich kids that go to harvard um so these and again this is by making it a grant that's why these are that's why the cost is an estimate by the way this is the maximum amount that will go out the door but hopefully because people are getting vaccinated things are normalizing you might not need all that money for uh for ppe because it will slowly but surely become less of a factor by the time we reach summer, and then by next fall, we'll have, we'll have it under control, and we, it won't be necessary. Um, and then a lot of that money will be snatched back into the budget. This is the other concern that Republicans have: is that there's going to be money left over in this because it's you know the the ideas go big instead of get swamped um, like during the uh, the the, co- the last package where, during the Obama administration, which they, was too small. It did not solve the problem and made the problem drag on for a while because Republicans intentionally made it smaller. The same thing has kind of happened in terms of you know re, the Republican Party this time around, is that they're trying to squeeze this, basically making the problem last longer instead of just solving it. But enough about the Texas Energy Grid. Okay, so... <laughs> $40 billion in child care uh, um, and development block grant program. Bill sets aside $1 billion for a Head Start program, which provides early childhood education, health, and nutrition services for low-income in- ch- low income children and families. Um, um, I, don't, I don't know what a low-income child is. <laughs> what, what's the minimum wage for a toddler these days? I haven't checked the market lately. Mm, uh, the e- toddler minimum children. wage. I, yeah. I think it's raisins. Is it? Is it gin-slipped yeah. raisins? Uh, so this is one of the things. This billion, that billion dollars, is really sticking in the craw of the Dan Crenshaws and and uh, Kevin McCarthy's of the world. This is this is one of those liberal wish list things. Now, keep in mind that since Black and Brown communities have been hit extra hard, um, having the ability, if if you have a child and you need to get a job, to make sure that that child has childcare and proper nutrition while you're balancing trying to find a job you know, after you've lost your job and it isn't coming back anytime soon and you're on limited support from the government for a time that doesn't that doesn't add up to making sure your kid has these things. I mean, it, it just seems like the pro-life thing to do is what I'm saying. Okay, so, uh, you know, it, it, again, I can't quote George Carlin in this circumstance, quite frankly, because... I can't say those words on uh, on the radio, but
2: um,
1: Um, uh, we need to take a break. But one more piece of this assistant for food, rent and mortgages. Now, this is one of the things that has been crucial is, you know, people facing, you know, the end of the uh, the rent and moratorium uh, and mortgage moratoriums. Uh, The bill invests more than five billion dollars into pandemic EBT a program through which children can receive temporary emergency nutrition benefits. Um, uh, loaded on EBT cards to purchase food. It also includes more than 800 million for the WIC program, which supports low-income women and infants. The bill set aside30 billion dollars in emergency rental assistance and other relief for the homeless. and another 10 billion goes to mortgage assistance. Um, so you, you got 40 billion dollars in making sure people don't become homeless. And and then job assistance and child care so that once the aid stops, they don't become homeless. Because you can't, the Republicans just want to set up another cliff. They're just trying to create taller and taller cliffs. And the, the Democrats are like, no, you should be able to ease your way into functioning society again after an emergency like we've been through. We'll be back right after this. This is Damian Perdue of Think Theory Radio, Saturdays at 6 p.m. You're listening to How Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. Welcome back. So, um, obviously, and, and by the way, I'm, I'd am i like to welcome what few trolls we have today. Um, obviously, uh-huh. all of them are, yeah, we, we don't have that many. Normally, we have a lot more, but CPAC is going on this weekend, you know, and uh, Trump's going to speak tomorrow. I will be live streaming that speech. Um, of course, that just seems uh, like a really bad idea. Yeah. I, you know, it was interesting because obviously, uh, Don Jr. was out testing material for it, you know, and, and a lot of the statements that have come out of the office of the former president that he set up, which he calls the office of the 45th president because he wants his people to believe that he's still president. Um, and by the way, the Gates and, uh, the the barriers are up around the Capitol because uh, March fourth is the next date for the QAnon psychopaths to try and attack our Capitol and kill people. Oh, nice. So that's why they're still <laughs> up. Any, anybody who's like it's terrible, they want to keep it. They want to turn this into a blah blah blah. That yeah. Thanks, um, <laughs> um So the, it, I mean, it's that's where they are. That's where most of them, you know, most of them are. Anyways, um, and 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 I understand that because you know. Can't can't skip church. Right. You know, otherwise people will know. All right. So one of the other aspects of it that's in there is uh, business and uh, relief and retirement security. The bill provides 25 billion in grants for restaurants and bars that have lost revenue because of the pandemic. Another $15 billion um, for economic injury disaster loan assistance grants of up to $10,000 per business. Additional funding for paycheck protection programs and expanded eligibility for nonprofits and digital media companies adds up to $7 billion. The bill also provides grants for multi-employer pension plans and changes to single-employer pension rules. The Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget puts the price tag for that at $58 billion. Um the congress has long been looking ways to stabilize the multi-employer pension system and avoid insolvency but some argue the covid bill isn't the solution. Well, apparently it is. And and the problem is is that let's say you have another solution. This is where this, this is something I would like to explain to people who are like this doesn't even have to do with this. Well, in a lot of ways it didn't until it did. You know what I mean? Like it's not your neighbor's uh issue that you have black mold in your house. Right? And except you live in a townhouse and it, it, it might have been kept at bay because of things that you did to separate your house from their house. But then there was a, a, a tornado and it didn't wreck the house, but it cracked the roof and the black mold got into your house. Now, it may have been an issue where you could have at, at, the, at a town meeting said, this guy's got to clean up his house, but now it's in your house, too. And that solution has gone out the window because it is now spreading in such a way that the the normal solution is moot because it has now become emergency. It, it, is, it is made insolvable. That normal solution you have in your head that should be able to fix it can't fix it anymore because of the extra hole that was created by this circumstance. So by, being, by setting it back this drastically... And, and city budgets and company budgets having to choose between, you know, dealing with their pension problem or going further in the hole just to keep from going out of business so that those pensioners don't end up on the government dime for the rest of their lives entirely. There's a reason to support these things so that the taxpayer isn't on the hook for, you know, that Social Security doesn't have to triple when it's already in the red. There's a reason why you try to manage these things, keep them afloat. Even if they're not the best case scenario, their collapse creates a cascading problem and the solutions that you're like, we should just do this, this or this. Well, those are gone now because the hole is now bigger because of the circumstance we found ourselves in. So better to solve it than than patch it back to where it was and hope another storm doesn't come. It's. I mean, it's extraordinary. I. I, I don't get how
2: it's, it is. It always circles back to they have no imagination as far as uh, where empathy would need to apply. Right. Where. Yeah. Could this happen to anybody close to them? And it's. Right. It's every single time when when one of their family members gets covid and dies or one of their family members happens to be a trans person or mm-hmm. happens to be injured in something then all of a sudden that's that's their focus but they can't imagine what would it be like if mm-hmm. this theoretical the thing happened to one right. of my constituents
1: well and they can't imagine the cascading of effect of when giant masses of people from a you know like the look at Trump being against the auto bailout you know what I why don't I just buy a Toyota then is the idea um, right. they don't The the rolling cascade of those jobs go away then the jobs related to those jobs go away and then the people who run their businesses by feeding those people who have those jobs go away and there's a there's a there's suddenly an impetus for the taxpayer to go okay we don't need to carry this business but we We can't stop it from being artificially destroyed by a secondary factor because it wasn't the auto industry problem that people were doing credit default swaps, uh, you know, multinationally through Wall Street. uh, You know, mortgages and mortgage fraud had nothing to do with whether or not Chevy makes a good truck. And but all of a sudden it was their problem. So you're going to lose all, you know, your your big three as far as car makers and you're gonna stifle the entire American Union because there was there are elements in the Recovery Act that benefited Tesla doesn't exist without the crash of two thousand eight. Because it was in it was the seeds of that company were in the recovery act because electric cars were boosted. But, you know, the remember the Obama administration picking winners and losers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anybody who's who's got Tesla stock feels like a winner and doesn't recognize the fact that without the recovery act, there is no Tesla car company, at least not when it happened. And it isn't profitable for a 10 years after that. So. And and all the things that we're enjoying that are coming out of Tesla, the you know um SpaceX and all those other things, are things that cascaded off that initial government support that Tesla had. But apparently sometimes what's good for the goose is not good for the gander. Um the the healthcare coverage uh and it that's baseline in there is um, the bill reduces health care premiums for low and income, uh, low and middle income uh, families by increasing the Affordable Care Act's premium tax credits for 2021 and 2022. According to a summary of the House Ways and Means Committee, the bill also provides COBRA subsidies to workers who have been laid off or had their hours reduced uh, so that they can keep their doctors and health coverage. And it creates health care subsidies for unemployed workers who are ineligible for COBRA. So it gets, if you didn't, you know, if you don't qualify for COBRA, you can, you know, it'll help you get into the ACA. All of these things um, are presented by the Republican Party as having nothing to do with COVID. Because these guys, A, aren't interested in solving a problem. They don't actually believe COVID itself is is a genuine threat. They think, I mean, these are all guys who, while they may, you know, give lip service to kind of normalcy, because they recognize a lot of their constituents are dying in red states but it's really the ones they can kind of do without so they don't mind so much they also watch you know pandemic documentaries during you know it, you know at night on their phones or in congress on their phones and and they don't actually think covid is a problem that needs solving covid is a solution to a problem they think needs solving which is Getting rid of people with comorbidities—it's passive eugenics. To to again quote George Carlin, and they you know they're they're comfortable with this, yeah. And you know and and I mean look, you, one need only look at how much they love Donald Trump and how often Donald Trump would talk about how strong someone was and how what good genes they had when they would recover or survive, even re- with with the blind spot that he apparently doesn't recognize that. He would have died had he not had the greatest health care in the world as well. Yeah, president and all the indicators the are States. like
2: they, that he was way worse off than he even let on.
1: Yeah. He asked the doctor if he was gonna die. And and he he and even then, one would think you'd have this kind of Charles Dickens Christmas Carol right. kind of and attitude. Boy, where, boy, what day is it? What day is it? It's COVID day, sir. Well, go and find me the biggest monoclonal antibody in the land, and take it to Tiny <laughs> Tim's house before they put him on a ventilator. Um, uh, he, there he didn't even have that. He had a you know a couple of days, and then he thought I felt like Superman because they jacked him up on on you know on steroids. So yeah. and and he he got manic and thought he had beat it by himself, not recognizing that. Yeah, we had to give you a stimulant. It's like it's like when you know giving somebody smelling salts and suddenly they think, you know, they can lift a car. Like, yeah, I dude, remember I had a teacher
2: in, um, in college who uh, – he was telling me – I was walking home from class with him and he was like kind of a big barrel-chested dude. And he said, I, I used to be skinny like you, but I had like this back problem and they filled me full of steroids and I kind of gained some weight. But I tell you, when I was on the steroids, I felt like I could punch through walls. Mm-hmm. I felt like Superman.
1: Yeah. Well, it – and that's because your body's in such a deficit, they have to jack you up with every. It's like giving someone a, you know, it's the shot in of adrenaline in Pulp Fiction. The person is ODing. You, you don't get points for your heart stopping and collapsing and going, after that adrenaline shot, it felt wide awake, like I could do anything. Well, of course, because you were this close to no longer being here. But... Again, there is no reflective ability. They have no ability to empathize with the other people that are going through it. And we've lost over 500,000 Americans, human beings who, many of which, if not all, uh, couldn't say goodbye in person to their families for fear of taking their families with them, that you know, and, and the response from the Republican Party has largely been that last year, around May, when we found out that Black and Brown communities were being hit harder by this and the death tolls was uh, was higher, they immediately took that as good news and said, "Let's reopen. We got to get this open. We got." I mean, look what it's doing. It's you know, and and what happened? Result of the president's policies. We went from one in one thousand Black people in the country dying to one in five hundred. Uh, at a certain point, unless you have a You know, you you draw back in horror when you recognize that, try to change the system and overtly do so, which which the Republicans never did, never sought to do. Um, Yeah, you have to go, well, maybe you're just taking care of you. You want it to happen. It's a scary thought. I mean, and, and it's and it's a hard thought not to have, considering that if you haven't seen the stage at CPAC, they're standing on a Nazi emblem. Have you seen that? Uh, Did you get to see that one? No.
2: No. The stage...
1: Yeah. So the... the um, all due respect to the Norse gods, uh, they often get co-opted by uh, weak men with delusions of grandeur, and this is no different. It's an Odinal rune. A rune. It's a rune of, yeah. the, of Odin. And it... The, some members of the Luftwaffe and, and the Nazis wore it on their collar as a symbol. And it's... A lot of the white supremacists in the world have taken that as their symbol instead of the swastika because it's easier to hide and there's no, you know, it hasn't hit the, it, it, it hasn't come on the radar mm. as far as, you know, assigned yet. And they designed the entire stage at CPAC to be in that shape. Yes, Kelly in our chat saying, our, our S, uh, some SS war, yes. They wore it as as a symbol of their you know their authenticity, um, and and their. Nope, uh, are we missing the noon break? Oh, we are. We got to go. We got to take a break. We'll be back right after this. I rode right through it. There was uh, he was riding the music on me on the other one, so I was like, "There we go! Ah, there we are." <laughs> uh, that's my bad. Thanks for spotting that. We would have just chatted sure. about um, Odinal runes runes in the uh, in the Nazis for a little while longer. But back with more History Channel after this. Oh, yeah! No.
4: Did you know that a large percentage of the face masks sold on the market today are fraudulent? Many of them claim to have levels of filtration they don't meet, or worse, have literally no filtration at all. A very small number of manufacturers have respirator face mask models that are tested in the US by the NPPTL and authorized by the FDA. Buying a mask model that has been FDA authorized is the best way to ensure you and your family are getting true respirator masks. These masks filter to greater than 95% efficiency and they can be reworn, making them a perfect choice, as wearing masks is one of the key things we can do to keep ourselves and our neighbors safe. Right now, thenewdealshop.com has FDA-authorized KN95 respirator masks with the anti-fake stickers on every single package. These respirator masks are in stock in the U.S. and ship immediately for free for our listeners by adding the code sexy liberal. You can even get 10% off the clean phone UV sanitizer for just buying these FDA authorized masks. Go to thenewdealshop.com and now get verified, authenticated FDA authorized KN95 masks shipped immediately to your home or business. That's thenewdealshop.com, thenewdealshop.com, code sexy liberal.
0: Welcome back to the Hal Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. It's now time for the happy ending. Yay!
1: Yay! Um, the the happy ending technically is kind of how we started the show in many ways because the um, the House passed the uh, American Rescue Plan, which is has a hundred percent to do with COVID. For the record. Because of the ancillary effects of it. It, it, that's like saying the Recovery Act, the auto bailout, had nothing to do with credit default swaps, right? What what part of the American of the Recovery Act had to do with credit default swaps, as far as loan grants and guarantees and 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 employee pay and extension of unemployment insurance? What part of it? What? I'm sorry. The where we're we supposed to stand is is that the basis for standing against a rescue package? Like th- this is like saying, look, only 10% of this flood relief bill is about towels. <laughs> <laughs> there are th- we've got 3 million dollars for hair dryers and 6 million dollars for towels, and the rest of this is just pork. <laughs> What's all this BS about getting people dingies? You know, like for next time. Who needs a dinghy for next time? You know, I love like that it, word it, dinghy. It is good. Yeah, um, there's a terrible like. Well, never mind. The dinghy I think there's eight, an eight, H eight, in it. Isn't there
2: an H eight. in the, the kind of dinghy we're talking about? I think so.
1: Yes, this dinghy is so H
2: I <laughs> N G. <laughs>
1: Quit. All right.
2: This is a happy ending, kids.
1: uh, Yeah, it it totally is. It's a a happy ending. that We actually have a moment to, like, pause and make jokes about other stuff or talk about side conversations. Because in the early days of this show, quite frankly, we'd break off into conversations about, you know, music and metal and all that kind of stuff. And like I said, we've been white-knuckling it in many ways during the Trump administration, waiting for him to ruin some person's life who's already hanging on by a thread.
2: How many of us remember that you for whatever reason, were unavailable the show after Donald Trump got elected, and I did yes. It solo.
1: Yes! That I was, know. I still have PTSD over that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we couldn't do a best of, because it was the worst of, in a lot of ways. It was. And it, was a, it was all technical. It was just like a total collapse. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. Um, but, We're here and we've done several shows since he's no longer president, although you are going to have to join me for the show next week because obviously March 4th, Trump will be um, inaugurated as the 19th president of the actual
2: Um, republic. Of the corporation
1: of the United States? It's been been the, the incorporated United States ever since. Uh, okay. Since that, since the twentieth president, and so the last one was, uh, or the eighteenth president, so that he'll be nineteenth. He's going to be inaugurated on. What is going to
2: happen? Oh
1: my god! Um, I'll, you want Sorry, spoiler alert. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. But are they going to attack gonna again? Nothing. Are they going to try to attack again? There will be some people, absolutely. I think it will be mostly state houses because they've still got the gates up around the Capitol. And that's why. That is 100% why. That's for anybody who's asking. and He's like, oh, it's terrible. It looks like a fortress. This is all just for show. No. Every one of those people knows that, that, that QAnons and militia types have been, uh, are, are now ginning for March 4th. They believe that's the next January 6th. Um, you know they they thought it was going to be the election then they thought it was going to be the 14th of December then they thought it was going to be January 6th then they thought it was going to be January 20th then it's uh you know uh, now it's March 4th yeah that April 1st i've seen that bandied about i think that's somebody trolling <laughs> right but that's i mean that's it's most it's on the list one. it's yeah it's ridiculous <laughs> so um Let's I think we have another caller, so let me grab one more caller. Ooh. Uh we've got yeah.
0: Robert from Florida.
1: Oh, right on. Robert from Florida. Where that, Robert, are is he live? Ro- how, you doing? how how oh. are you? Yeah. And it's <laughs>
3: Robert the are you Florida at CPAC? Yes. No, not a CPAC. No way, you can't get near that place. But um hey, you're talking uh, the budget that passed last night, you know where I know the Democrats we're not we're not petty and trivial like Donald Trump wanted to have his name on the check for PPP relief and all that right. stuff. But, you know, we could have done and yeah. should have done. We could have said to those Republicans, fine, you want to vote no, no problem. But the, the, the districts that vote no gets only 75% of what's uh, available to them. And I, I let them go home today say, hey, you know what, uh, I had no, I got this thing. You know, let the people who need it say, you know what, we only got 75 when we could have got 100% of what they were offering. You know, and um, right. you know, and that check. The check could have been... You know, this has been brought to you by the Democratic Party since no one on the, the Republican wanted to give you a, di- a dime or a nickel. You know, they could have done all that. Uh-huh.
1: Right, Absolutely, you know? but uh, you uh, ten million, dirty, ten, you know? 10 uh, like a, a billion dollars for envelopes that are all blue, so people exactly. know they were getting their but, blue you know what, envelope. For a, for a voter yeah,
3: registration along with every check, you know. With but, tiny- yeah,
1: and with a and with a little wave on the front of it, just a blue wave check. Right. Like, did you get your blue wave? <laughs> I right. got my blue wave. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, uh, more thing also, uh, about um, go ahead. Tonight, the jump tactics
3: a little here. You know, I'm kind of afraid that uh, January 6th is going to be a day for them to celebrate one day. You know, as I drive around Florida, I'm seeing more and more Donald Trump stickers going on. And that's after they were ripped off on the election. I, you know, I don't know what's right. going on. It's a weird feeling. These people are crazy, you know, and I think it's going <laughs> to well, get a lot
1: worse. <laughs> No, he no. It's it, again. It's the same people. Nothing has changed, and none of those folks are getting more capable in their in their attempts. These are the same people who had they had uh, Confederate flags on their trucks and cars and they took them off because the, because of the pushback against that they might have stripped it away and they were, replaced it with Trump because it's not the same thing it's modern they can at least not feel like it's got the weight of slavery on it that makes them look bad it, but it's right. the same argument the same I'm- racism the same yeah
3: yeah, hey, hey, I got an idea. Just popped in my head, and maybe you can run with it because you got you're, you're the man that can do things. Okay. You know, um, it's true. How about like a telethon for these people who we haven't found at the Capitol? It's a, it's a it's a capital. You know, let's do ten thousand dollars a head for you. You know, you call in. Hey, I know that guy. That guy worked with me. Oh, that guy over there. Oh, I know her. Right. You know, and let people. You know what? they you put a big enough jackpot? They'll they'll mark themselves in. You know, they'll they'll be thinking. You know what? Ten grand. I'll do five years. I'll come out of there with five, seven grand if I pay the lawyer. You know, they'll, they'll, right. I was standing right out.
1: next to the guy. Yeah. Right. Well, they now have. By the way, they now have uh, images of the person that they believe killed Officer Sicknick, and they're still oh, trying to, oh, yeah. they get them. Yeah. I, I, hope so. I hope they don't. They don't have a name on them. Yeah. Um, uh, but again, th- there's a bunch of situations where ironically because they've been looking for this guy in particular a bunch of the people we, they've managed to catch people who assaulted um the other officers and would have killed them had they been able to get away with it one guy was just right. uh, the guy who beat the cop with the the thin blue line flag um right. he was it, literally I beating now, him with an American me, you flag
3: put, you put your shadow on that door you, you you're, and you walked in there you're you're just as guilty i'm sorry yeah. You know, whether you killed the person Agreed. or not, you went inside to disrupt the will of the people, and that was the count the votes. You know, and you decided that democracy. Well, and also,
1: I mean, in, in for, any other crime situation, in, in, in any other crime situation, if you helped with the bank robbery by holding the door and watching. Um, exactly. You know, you're just as responsible if they go nuts and kill people. What what part yeah. of that? And Republicans are usually the first ones in a crime, especially in this tough on crime attitude that they've been selling for years, to believe that and like right. to push that idea. Like if you were the, the getaway driver, should go to jail for murder if anybody was killed in the in the crime, right? That's that Republicans have right. believed that and pushed that for a long time. But when it comes to here, ten thousand. <laughs> Trump supporters who stomped one of their own to death they were in such a hurry to get in there that they're not responsible for the deaths that occurred the cops that were beaten the oh. eyes gouged out the the spine uh, damaged oh, like, it's, it's said grotesque. They it they were
3: you know uh, you know unwilling to, you know, happenstance it was festive.
1: People. You know, I'll just to be there. You know? Yeah, he said
3: it was peaceful. He festive.
1: Uh, but then that's what that's what he's been assigned to say because I, I've got to say as much as the Republicans want to you know, da, like uh, bob and weave around the idea of collusion when Rod Rosenstein ran it. We now know ran interference so that the Mueller investigation couldn't look into finances, which gave the motivating factor for why somebody could be charged in the first place and which affected the entire report. But uh, never mind that fact. We do know that Ron Johnson and seven other Republican senators all went to Russia on the 4th of July in 2018 and met with Vladimir Putin with no note takers present because they wanted to be just like Trump. Um, I yeah. have to say you do that. I don't take you seriously from now on.
3: Yeah, yeah. No. I'll say that real fast. You know what? Biden with the uh, talent the Saudi Arabian guy that uh, we're not going to press charges. What he did was he just outed him to the rest of the, the world that this guy is a killer. You know, we're, we're mm-hmm. not trying to keep that a secret. He, you know, no no sanctions on Saudi Arabia was actually going to work, but this works better. Like, you saying, you know what, I let this paper out saying that we know it was you. You're pretty much calling him a killer in front of the global community, you know, and and that's a good thing Biden did, you know. and, um, well, and, and, and I, reaching out to the king the or point. whatever,
1: it it, it's, it raises the chance that MBS isn't necessarily the titular head of the of of the family once he goes. That there's that that throws a monkey wrench in that plan. You can't you, know, you don't have control over that entire country, but he, and he can't travel openly to the United States. We got to deal with him because he's the defense minister, but that doesn't mean he can come here without being right. hit with charges. And that's another big well, factor man, that the Saudis say, have to deal with if he wants to run the country. He just told the world he's, yeah. A, yeah. Third he's a murderer. Exactly. Right, I, that appreciate the I appreciate the call. We're out of time.
3: with you, guys. Have yeah. a week.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, be safe. Have fun at CPAC. Um, uh, <laughs> let me know if, yeah. If they get rid of the odal rune uh, when, when they're done. Um, and uh, love you, Johnny Million, and have a great day and appreciate you. And I hope your uh, your pasta and peas goes down well. And everybody in the chat room, thank you for your support I today. Finished. Yeah, oh, good. Uh, don't forget to uh, support us at patreon.com slash Sparks. Become a patron. Help out the show that keeps us on the air. And then, of course, uh, you can super chat and all this kind of things. But the most important thing, like and subscribe or share the show. Just let people know. That really helps immensely. And we will see you guys next week. Take care of our- Everybody, uh, stick around in Chicago for Dick K next, and uh, we'll see you next time.